This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Zach, and I play Alaris Dream, a half-high-elf bladesinger wizard, scholar of the Weaver's Guild, and a keeper of reflection. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. My name is Steven, and I play Urshan Bethethnosh, a red dragonborn cleric of the Twilight Domain, representative of the EWU, and a part of the Lace Battalion. My name is Sarah, and I play Agnar Elfbreaker, an orc barbarian and the first daughter of the late Jarl, Skold of Indelfilk, killed by the warlord Gleb Headtaker. And this is Advantage. Advantage. Last time in episode 3.5, the party went to Endelfike to check on Agnar's old allies and see if they were still willing to help. And that's where we'll pick up. You are coming down the ramp at an Indelphike shipwright. After a long night preparing Agnar's Kravi to be rebuilt by Ufild Seastrong, Agnar's vibrant, bold Stormbreaker ship had wild sails, red painted hull, and a vicious dragon figurehead. Now the sails are white, the hull is dull, and the dragon decapitated. Why was this necessary? To be sneaky. Why did you need to be incognito? Because you're banned from the village. Oh, that's right. So we can't just bring your ship into port all willy-nilly. We're going to go sink a ship. Yep. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Alaris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go stop a steel shipment or whatever. Coal. Coal shipment. We're going to go get the coal so that way they can't make the steel because they have the iron. You know somebody that has a bounty on their head? Sure do. It's me. Wait, is it me? It sure is. What is the bounty? Two full chests of gold and silver. Two full chests, right? Full chests. <laughs> Not heaving, just full. <laughs> Overfloweth. No, 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 full. Bounteous. Not excessive, just full. You know, able to be carried. <laughs> a little more than a handful. <laughs> <laughs> I thought... Maybe Grimton and Alaris had bounties, but I guess I was wrong. Not in Colgafir? Just warrants. Because they, they don't know that you're a fugitive. They, the Pandominion, don't know that you're a fugitive yet. Grimton has a, would definitely have a bounty. In her dearth. In her dearth. Yeah. So why do you need to be incognito about this? About the boat? Well, we're in Agnar's boat, specifically. Yeah, Agnar's boat is very distinct. Was very distinct. So we had to undistinct it. Gotta undistinct it. Why is Ulfhild doing this for you? They are friendly. 
Agnar's trusted confidants. That's and true. As a favor to the mom? It was a favor to the mom. Yeah, well, in, in memorial of the mom. Scold Elfbreaker, Agnar's mother, as, as Jarl commissioned a whole fleet of ships to be built at Ufield's place. Part of the deal was that the ships get a lifetime of upgrades for free. And so uh, Stormbreaker, Agnar's boat was a part of that. So this is being upheld by Ufield, who's a friend, as a part of the deal. Well, Elfbreaker, what's your order? What specs do you want? It's at this point that I'm going to copy and paste some stuff into Advantage Secrets. Not secrets. I got a whole menu of stuff that you can look at. And this all takes just a day? With the amount of time that you got, you got two days before that ship is supposed to be here. I could get two things done. Oh, okay. <laughs> For your choice. There's a lot of cool stuff. Do you want to read some of the stuff that's on the menu? Oh, right. Because this is an audio podcast. <laughs> There's some cool stuff on this list, too. like, ooh, ah. So. What a list. You can get hull upgrades where you can reinforce the hull. Upgrade ship HP a little, a decent amount. Um, iron iron ribbed hull upgrade the ship, the HP a lot. Flatter hull. Oh, it's flattering. Easier time working through rivers. Rounder hull. Easier in open water. And then these are runic, like, Hull upgrades melting hull. We melt ice. Ice lock hull causes ice to reach out. Oh man, it's like uh, it's cool. like ice walking in Minecraft. Ooh, I like dread, dread vessel. vessel. Causes an aura of intimidation to enemies. Man, that's just like make it, making your ship scary as hell, and I like that. Or we could put a ram on it, or harpoon launchers, or fire barrels. I, I like that Sarah fully skipped the movement section to go straight to weapons. <laughs> oh, man. Is there a difference between the ram weapon upgrade and the icebreaker prow upgrade that allows is it a different type of ram? Oh, i see what you mean yes there was something that i was thinking about in, in difference uh between the two but i don't remember what it was Got it. so no in practice they're the exact same so we as a party have a bunch of options and we can pick two you can pick for two. now. We can always come back yes. later. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. As long as Ufield is around, then this is fine to come back to. But right now for this trip, this voyage of yours, you get two. Uh, I guess we probably don't have any clockwork gears on mm. for um, auto automatic oars. I was looking at that and looked really useful. If I was to pick something, I think these ever full sails where we always have wind seems like a good upgrade. Yeah. And yes. We probably would like some sort of weapon. If we're going to I agree. Go up Somebody. We're, we're on the same page, Alaris. Maybe, maybe like a ram in the sails. I, the ram would be cool. The scythe oars also sound cool. You just get these oars that'll reach out and poke enemy boats. Hmm. Nah, let's go. Let's go simple, right? We don't want to dive into the the deep end there. I agree. Let's do the ram as as appealing as swivel mounted crossbows is. I was leaning towards crossbow because you don't have to be close. Oh yeah, we don't want to have to ram. Yeah. But having big sails makes you have more momentum, thus more 
Grammy maybe having advantage on ramming the other boats. But also the like the swivel mounted crossbows is like are those whole piercing sized crossbows or are those like person piercing yeah are they ballista or are they yeah like what size crossbows are we talking about that feels like just maybe slightly larger crossbow the harpoon launcher might be more what you're looking for harpoon launcher yeah, yeah. for hole breaching yeah our goal is to sink a ship so whatever helps us accomplish that goal the easiest you're right i think the ramming for this mission would be the most useful if we're just thinking about sinking the ship using this ship Mm -hmm. speed plus ram i like having you guys around because you're doing all the thinking for me (laughs) it's your boat elf breaker well i think the ram is a good idea i think that the sail would make the ram even more effective so yeah all right now this is also your opportunity to pick a color scheme for your ship i wouldn't make it the exact same as you had with the previous stormbreaker iteration well with the red painted hole and the dragon figurehead and all that but i could work on a a new figurehead for you uh that you can collect after the voyage and we could probably get it, but we should should probably paint it now with the marine paint uh, to protect it from the sea worms and whatever. Yeah, everyone knows you got to worry about sea worms. <sighs> we obviously don't want it to stand out, right? Yeah. Well, let's do black to make it scary, since we can't do the color that it was. Just black on black, or you want like a different, like a like a trim? Black on black. All right. Black on black. What color you want these sails? But, I mean, we got plenty of canvas for it. It's just the the ever the magic part of it is the 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 runes I stitch on. Make them red. Black paint, red sails. That's ferocious. I have a feeling that that is extremely different from the voice that I gave Ulfield a month ago when we recorded. But say la vie. That's what happens when time passes in real life. <laughs> I'll get to work on this. You got two days. So what are we doing for two days? Agnar, did we ever decide if we were going to go talk to your younger sister? Yeah, we did. We just got distracted when we talked to the other people. So we should go do that. I mean, we have two days. How else could we possibly get distracted again? (laughs) Urshan gives a solid (laughs) thumbs up. Do you know where she is? Yeah, she's in the longhouse. Can I have that hat thing again? You're already wearing it. You already have it, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm wearing it. Never mind. Agnar, are you okay? Suffering from uh, acute bronchitis. Oh. I was thinking about your your short-term memory, not your lungs, but... Yeah. Well, when you can't breathe, you can't think. As the adage goes. Is that what they say up here? It's also um, a strategy of combat. That's true. If they they can't can't breathe, breathe, they they can't can't think. think. Like, breathing is a strategy? No, strangulation. It is very important. We can't just walk into this longhouse, right? No, I mean, we can do whatever we want. (laughs) Uh, I got monster sheets up, baby. (laughs) And that's how the cast of Advantage became murder hobos, destroying an entire town. That's one way to take it. We probably get killed we're not killing the whole town right we'll probably lose so we need to go to the longhouse but we have to be discreet yes <laughs> yes we're just a bunch of grown adults trying to go talk to a, a child she's four dang a preschooler at the front of the longhouse there is like a living space eating space 
where it's pretty normal for people to just walk in and wait around. So we could at least get in that far and it wouldn't be too weird that we were there. Would it be common for someone like Fang to have visitors? From people like yourself? No. From other children? Perhaps. All right, Agnar, with that hat, it's time to become a child. Can the hat make me a shorter? <laughs> I'll yes and it. Yay! Agnar takes off the hat and looks at it, and then... And then all eyes seem to go to you, because you're in a public space. We're in a public space? roll for perception. Motherfucker. You're at Ufield's place. Oh, god damn it. Roll self. Uh, 18. You casually take off the hat and then quickly remember to put it back on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's Joe's warning shot not to screw up again. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I won't do that again. Uh, I just wanted to see what it looks like and I forgot. If you can't breathe, you can't think. Signed, Urshan. I don't think we should all go. Split the party. Urshan, would it be okay if our friends stayed with you for a bit while I went and tried to talk to my sister? Ooh, just you. Mm-hmm. If a dwarf and an elf show up in the longhouse, that is suspicious. Right. I mean, I guess that's true. Lars, do we have a way for her to communicate with us in case she gets into any trouble? Can you cast Sending? Is that one of the spells you have? Yeah, I can. Can you cast it into this, the, my ring of spell storing and give it to Agnar? Yeah. Let you borrow this in case you get into any trouble. Cool, what does it do? You get Alaris or any other caster, magic person, to cast a spell into it, and it lets you use it. Let's you cast it. So only use it if you, you know, get into some shit. Which I won't, because I'm very stealthy. Which I find amusing. You know, she's been hiding from the law for a while. And not very far away. (laughs) The longhouse, the heap of skulls to reach to Chernaga, is up on a hill overlooking the rest of Indelfilk. Around its edges are a, uh, a brutal layering of pikes pointed outward and uh, among all the other uh, terrible things that we described in the last episode. And you approach. It's, it's just kind of an earthen path that leads up to the top of the hill. And up at the top, there are two members of uh, the Heard the Jarl's personal band of bodyguard. You don't know either of them. You could probably suspect that uh, since taking the throne that Iron Tusk has cleared out all the previous uh, Heard members and has replaced them with his own vassals. Before I go up there, I do dip into a little uh, alleyway. Think really hard into changing myself into a form of a child so that I become one. Form of child. Yeah, however that works. <laughs> like animorphs, maybe? Sure. Okay, that's how you this You animorphs your way into, into <laughs> child. child form. You're, you're a, a little baby orc without any parents just running around like a big kid. Yeah. Right. Now you're in front of these Two big, tall, scary guys. Uh, Can we 
help you? Uh, yeah, I was just gonna, uh, go wait in the front room, uh, for Fang. Does Fang know you're coming? Yeah. That is the appropriate kid answer. They move about with a confidence that's alarming. Yeah, uh, this, this one looks at the person on the other side of the doorway. That other person kind of shrugs, looks at a piece of paper and says, they're not on the list. Since when is there a list for the longhouse? There's always been a list. I don't need to explain this to a child. I'm not worried about you. Get in. Thank you. And I run along. I'll go tell Fang you're here. Agnar, you've spent a substantial amount of time in the Longhouse, what with being heir to the throne and whatnot. How has it changed since you were last here? They have a social media manager now, so like everything <laughs> is like really aesthetic. Uh, it is definitely the opposite of that. So a lot of decor from the previous, and it wasn't really decor so much as like trophies of things. So pelts of, um, you know, big hairy animals killed in the hunt. Um, that used to really decorate the walls. A scary log cabin. Not scary like murder scary, but scary like hunter scary. That was the vibe kind of before. Um, but those things were evidence of like, you know, hunting victories from the previous Jarls. Uh, that's like gone. And it's kind of empty. There's kind of not a lot going on just yet. So it is interesting that it was taken down though, because that's like years and years. It's not just one Jarl's worth. It's like everybody. So I'm wondering if that's a decision locally or from far, from higher up. People used to go and hang out in there. And now there's apparently now a there's wait a list. bouncer. Yeah. Here comes Fang. Uh, Zach, what's Fang look like? Probably, uh, I think she's big for her age. Probably has hair and a braid. One tusk coming in. One. Aww. Yeah, that's what I was Aww. just thinking. Yeah, one just a so single. Just lost the other one. Wait, hold on. Are you born with baby tusks and you lose one? Or do they grow in as adult teeth and you never had tusks as a baby? Yeah, Agnar. I'm Googling it right now. Um, Unless Google says different, I'm sure they just grow in. Because I feel like losing one would be terrible. They are, tusks are like actually part of your jaw or something, right? I feel like, yeah. Or do they grow back every time? Like if you lose a tusk, is it just gone forever? But that, 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 that might be a question for uh, Jarl Iron Tusk. Is it a grill or are they dentures? <laughs> <laughs> Fang comes over and says, Ah, uh, hi. It's me. Do I know you from school? What's your name again? It's Agnar, your sister. Oh, my sister's name is Agnar. It's me. I'm just wearing a hat. <laughs> you are wearing a hat. Dude, did you want to play a game? Can I show you my blocks? Yes. Come on, come on. Fang takes you deeper into the longhouse, farther into dangerous territory, into the blocks in Fang's room. Fang's room is not walled on all sides in the traditional sense, but is more like very thick tapestries hung down in a common space that like shield vision, but not necessarily sound. As you formulate what you're wanting to do with Fang, uh, let's cut to ye other three. What's this house look like? I don't live here, I'm staying. 
somewhere, right? You got an apartment. I'm above. You're above a uh, warehouse or something. A warehouse, yeah. I don't, I don't remember what I'm above. Um, first, I would like to believe that we are trying and poorly playing three-person chess. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do you just, have three-person chess? Sure, why not? I don't know. <laughs> that begs the question. Uh, like, at your apartment? Yeah. Who have you been playing three-person chess with? No, I, I I bought it before I came here and have excitedly been wanting to play it with somebody. It's, it's a because it's, game. Yeah, it's, mm. it's just such chaos that I couldn't pass up the opportunity to, to buy it, but I haven't actually had anyone to play it yet. You, you've had play one person you. over, and that was the foolish part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you've been you've never had two people over at the same time for you mm -hmm. to play three person chess with. So this, this apartment that I got, um, was like already furnished and it's was furnished as like close. Just imagine the, the orcish equivalent of like an Ikea room, like where you go in and they just already have the room all set up. So there's a couple of like chairs, like they're chairs, but they look a little weird and lots of, lots of like muted, tones <laughs> but there are also still some like animal pelts and things like that but just just take take you know what we've been envisioning with everything so far uh in this whole like orcish landscape and just make it as ikea as possible and that's that's what i have it's just like it's this like vaguely bougie kind of white girl sort of thing going on here in this like furnished apartment it, it looks great it just it just looks like an airbnb just a just a whatever that conjures for you that's what i'm going for i found a three-person chessboard dear god you're dead it's a real thing no i'm not making that up i also steven the player have wanted a three-person chessboard and i want to play it because it looks so stupid it uh, does look really dumb <laughs> like i assume all the pieces still move as they normally would move yes but your pathways are like curved um yeah, i'm just so you know like starting off with like if I was playing as white, starting off with my left, leftmost pawn, moving up one, and just Bray just taking it out. Yeah, like, yeah. No, here I'm. I'm putting this in the patron secrets because this thing, I, I saw, I saw it on TikTok, uh, and I was like, absolute chaos, and I love it. It's so good. Brilliant. Here's one that is isn't shaped like a pizza. That one's for cowards. I want the stupid one that's round uh and I'll make sense of round. The, the round one is very interesting it's so bizarre the pizza hurts me just play the hexagon because look look because there's like lines you see you follow the lines what happens in the middle of the pizza you follow, I think you follow the line to the other side. Yeah, I, I think the middle isn't like a spot, so that's that's just your your pathway. Absolute chaos. So because like the lines are for the bishops, right, or anything that can move diagonally, because that's how they would have to move. And it's I think it's great. And by great, I mean it looks horrifying, and I want to do it. It is dumb and stupid. 
and and I, I that's the version that Urshan has, and and oh, the that, round one. That, and that's the version that that Urshan is subjecting these other two to. I'm gonna make a roll to see if Alaris is really just naturally good at. You you have high intelligence, right? You you probably figure it out. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a intelligence saving throw. That's a 13. So, okay. I like that it's a saving throw and not a check. <laughs> like, no, saving the chessboard is doing it's, psychic damage. It is, yeah, um, it is making an assault on you. 13 isn't terrible. Urshan, we'll give you proficiency um, and just as- assume that you're doing fine because you've played with this in your head, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. I've stared at it a lot. <laughs> Grimton? I rolled a 12 on the die. 14. If it's a if it's an intelligence save, yeah. So we're all getting it. It's easy, <laughs> straightforward. So it's like two person chess, but stupid. Says so Grimton. Uh, Urshan signs. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I understand why because there's three of us. But why would someone make this? Is this common? Is this how you play in Sadal? Like Urshan signs. Is this common? Absolutely not. It is instead a brilliant subversion of the the sort of like overly intellectual ethos that comes with chess by just throwing in an element of pure chaos. So it takes this game that is the like gentleman's, you know, studious game and turns it into a madhouse. And I'm very taken by that idea. I like the ima- to imagine that it's just harder and more complex. Like, there's probably infinitely more lines to think about. I wouldn't even begin to know how to strategize in that game. Oh, yeah, because it it doesn't have an edge. None of your normal openings mean anything anymore. Well, <laughs> that was a very strange aside. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut back to the simple game of blocks. (laughs) So we're playing blocks. Fang is very good at stacking blocks, like noteworthy good at balancing these blocks. What was your name again? My name is... Narag. And I know you from school? Okay, don't... Don't say anything loud. And then I take off the hat really quick. And I wave and say, it's me. And then I put the hat right back on. Roll for stealth on your part. And then <laughs> I'm going to roll for, I guess, a wisdom saving throw. Because it's a really weird thing to see. As wisdom sa- yeah, as a four-year-old, life is already confusing. But that one would still definitely be alarming. Yeah. Fang rolled a 19. So Fang is fine. <laughs> In a glorious moment of stoicism. Stealth or what was it? Yeah, stealth. Sixteen. Agnar. Agnar. But you can call me Narag. Why did you tell me your name was Narag? Okay, fine. Uh, it was part of my disguise. My disguise. What are you doing here? Why, why haven't you visited? Because I don't want to get in trouble. I've missed you so much. I know. You and Ken. 
and we'll be back soon, but we can't yet because it's not safe, so I gotta get out of here in a second, okay? But here's what I have to do right now. First of all, I know, sweetie. Are you safe? Are you okay? Just me and my blocks. Mm. But I'm sad. Yeah. Okay, I gotta ask you some questions about what's going on, okay? Okay. Alright, have you seen the Yara around? Rook? Yeah. Yeah, he's, like, always around. Okay. Do you know when they'll go hunting next? He was saying something about going out, like, this weekend. The weekend? Okay. Me and Gen, we've got to stay hidden for a little while longer. Okay? So just hang out with your blocks and be safe. And to stay... Are you leaving right now? Yeah, I have to go. It's not safe for me to be here yet. Can I come with you? <laughs> Says Morlinde. <laughs> that was a Morlinde-ass statement if I've ever heard one. No, it's not safe yet. I'm so sorry. We can't. We can't do it yet. You gotta stay here. You're safe here. But I'm not. I'm gonna go. Okay? And I'll come back to visit soon, but I can't for a while. Okay. Okay, bye. You turn to leave. Um... And the camera is facing Agnar as uh, she turns in disguise, looking into the, the room of Fang. And Fang has their arms opened up, hoping to receive a hug that never came. Aww. And then the block tower falls down. Damn. And it fades to black. Hey friends, it's Joe. We're back. Uh, sorry that our summer hiatus took as long as it did. My time in Denver for my two month work training didn't allow me any time to rest or write or record. Coming back and getting straight into the school you're teaching hasn't given me much of the opportunity to do so either. Uh, but there's still lots of the story left to tell and we don't intend on stopping. With our semi-weekly recording schedule for uh, 2023, the cast and I are at a safe point where we've got a backlog of raw audio that stretches to the moon and back. 
we've completed the first arc of Act 3 uh, way before even um, me going to Denver. And so I'm going to start chewing on the, those episodes and trying to get myself to the point where I'm refreshed enough with the story that we can start recording the main quest of Advantage again. The cast and I are still getting together on the first and third Mondays of the month, however, to play games together while uh, I work on the project. We're also going to try our hand at like streaming and some other nonsense. Um, look forward to that. So stay in contact with us on the Darkmore Podcast Network Discord channel. Uh, there's a link down to that channel down in the doobly-doo. In addition to all of our member shows channels, you'll also find where we record Disadvantage every fifth Monday of the month. Yessie is gearing up now to run a dungeon for our highest tier Patreon members in October, as a matter of fact. Uh, in addition to that tier, go visit patreon.com slash advantage dnd to see all the rewards for our other tiers. There's a lot there, and it is a continued commitment of ours to keep that fresh as a thank you to the continued financial support that uh, people have offered us to keep us running. Um... Find us on all social medias. Our links to basically everything is at Advantage D&D. Uh, Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, X, whatever it is. Uh, Instagram, Pinterest, all that. Uh, connect with us there. Uh, and that's it. Anyone who's played a tabletop RPG will say that they're unlike any other medium available. The experiential possibilities are endless, and that's what we're here to examine. Welcome to Dragon Mind, a tabletop discussion podcast brought to you by Incendium D&D. We're here to look through the infinite lenses of TTRPGs to discover our best selves through gaming. Gaming doesn't have to just be an escape. It can help revolutionize your reality. Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Urshan signs check. Yeah, we got to make some sort of roll to see who's winning. Yeah. I, 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 should we just do like like no skill added just all roll a dice just a flat d20 sure because it's luck it's not skill yeah we're all bad at this game nat 20 is what it is six uh 12 so i'm already out I'm, I'm just well see this was this is another thing i was wondering do you is it an elimination game well because like okay well, yeah. you know checkmate is the status of about to lose your king technically speaking and the king yeah. king is in danger and you have to make the to go. killing blow you're forced to make the killing blow. so yeah in in this one do you have to actually kill them or do you have to gridlock both people like get them At get the one in checkmate yeah which would be way harder it would be very very hard now I gotta Google that. So how tell, tell to us, win. tell us how Urshan does it. Um, Did Urshan quickly dispatch Grimton and then pin Alaris, or do you think that Urshan would have gone through the motions of trying to um, to pin both at the same time to hold both in checkmate? When it started, we were all equally lost, so there was just a lot of chaos nonsense that was going on for a while, and then. Um, 
there was a point where Urshan started to kind of like get it a little bit. And that was a similar time when Alaris also started to get it, but Grimton was still fully lost and just doing random stuff. So then it became a game of, can I beat Alaris faster than Grimton can figure out how to play? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was fortunately able to do so, but just just barely by the skin of my teeth. Is this a fold-up board, like a travel board, or is it a like nice hard wooden or uh, ivory marble? It's kind of in between. Can you give me a clean take of that, Stephen? <laughs> Sorry, <Just> wait. <laughs> <laughs> no! Um, no, it's kind of in between. Like, it's a nicer one, but it is made to travel. So it's that round board, um, and it has this cool, like, carrying case thing that goes with it. Um, so it's not quite as heavy duty as something like what you were, like, the second one you were talking about, but it's not like a flimsy little fold up thing. This isn't made of cardboard. No. Yeah. It's like, it's made of wood, but it's like a little lighter and, you know, sure. to, to be more easily carried. Um, well, the match ends and uh, Urshan has successfully bested you with checkmates each. You hear steps coming up and uh, a knock at the door and then Agnar as small child enters and you see Urshan, Grimton, and Alaris all sitting around this three-person chessboard that in previous encounters with you, Agnar, Urshan has been dying to play, but has only had you to play with. Wow, so you finally got to play the game. Urshan just, like, nods satisfactorily rather than actually signing any real words. How did it go? He does, like, a, rather than, like, a, again, an actual motion, more like a, like a very surfer dude, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, sticking, sticking his tongue out and, like, thumb and pinky extended and kind of wiggle him back and forth, like. I was told I lost. I mean, do you feel like you lost? I don't know. <laughs> How did it go, Agnar? My sister is very sad, but they are having a hunt on Saturday. What day is it today? Not Saturday. What did we? Did, what is the weekend? The the weekends are uh, day six and seven. <laughs> Wait, so you only know about Wednesday. Is there a cuspel calendar like the the? Yes, exists. We've only, we've only named Wednesday. Uh, okay. So it is a seven day week, though. Yes. How many months are in the year? So they're gonna go hunt on six day and seven day, huh? <laughs> Agnar and Urshan inexplicably laugh about that. Mm -hmm. That's not how you say it here. Oh, please enlighten me. What do you call it? Six day and sep day? Yeah. It's day six and day sep. Well, that's backwards. <laughs> It, it, so it's currently day two. Yeah, well, that works out because we can do all the things. Uh, right. Well, the ship will be ready on day four, and then, <laughs> and then, presumably, then we would go. Well, when's when are we intercepting the coal ship? I think as soon as we can. Yeah. In an ideal world, 
It'll be that same day when we get your ship back. We would have to do that and be back within three days if we're gonna try to ambush them while they're hunting. I think that should be reasonable. Tight, but reasonable. I'm down for trying. But if we miss our window, we'll have to figure out another way to to get get the jump on Iron Tusk. Version signs. It's definitely gonna be cutting it close, but I think we can do it. Do you think if we help with the ship upgrades, that would like go a little faster? Oh yeah, Ufil does do more when she has more hands. I mean, we have two days to go. Might as well expedite the process. You know, I'd like to be there as we're doing. I mean, I trust Ufil, but I'm just still sad about my boat. Gotta supervise that one. Smash cut. Smash cut. Agnar is weeping on top of the boat, <laughs> mourning what what used to be Stormbreaker, but now ought to have another name because it is you're getting a new figurehead, you're getting uh, paint jobs, new sails. It's, it's basically a new boat. You're deciding between some potential colors to write the name on the the bow of the ship. Red. You make your way down to the bow, and now you're faced with the issue of what to name your boat. I still think it should be storm-related. You say out loud, kind of to other people who are in the area, calling them around to talk about it with you? Tempest. Mm. Oath. No. (laughs) No. That's not right. Maybe something about killing something. Could be the Jarl killer. That's fun. Yeah, nobody would suspect a thing from that. <laughs> we had a flying skiff called Tyrant's Bane. It's a little on the nose, but... Ah, eh. I, I see. I see what you were going for there. The Jarl killer. Urshan takes a second and, like, holds up his hand. Like, hold on. And then Urshan signs... You had a flying skiff? Technically, I guess we still do, or someone we know still does. You just, you just left that. Well... Didn't, didn't bring that here? Didn't think that would be of use? Other people were using it. Are using it. So is it yours or not? No, short answer. Like, we don't own it. Does it belong to the government of the Pandominion? No. Not yet. Also no. Yeah. <laughs> it belongs to a, a gnome we know called Nexby. Scientific marvels aside, I do think we should go with a name that isn't quite so on the nose as Tyrant Spain. What about True Air? I wonder who's in that book. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta make this decision anyway. If I'm going to be working on a figurehead for you, maybe you should decide what's on the figurehead first and then make the name match the figurehead. Yeah. I don't know what I want for the... Uh, it used to be a dragon. Mm-hmm. I think now it should be... Hmm, what's really ferocious? Can we put a wolf? Yeah, I could do a wolf. Let's do a wolf. You want it painted wolf colors or you want it black and red? Black and red. <laughs> You have a simple mind. 
And I mean that complimentary. I I, I believe you. Agnar is just a, like an edge lady over here. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, gotta keep it dark. Does that help with your name clarity? No. <laughs> How about the Huntress? This show would not be possible without the generous financial backing of our Patreon supporters. Today's episode was brought to you by Adam Guta, Brian, Chris Kimball, Dan Bauer, Daniel Tan, Lena Nabusi, Lucia, Mark Williams, Brian, Thor, and Yona. Thank you, each and every one. We would not be able to share this story with the world without your help. I'd also like to especially thank Patreon supporter Michael Callahan, who was outrageously generous to me this summer and let me stay with him while I was in Denver for two months. He's such a kind man, and my summer uh, my summer there would not have been possible without his support. Music in this episode was written and performed by our friends Blake Bost and Orman Audio. Our logo and extensive maps on our website were done by Daniel Grayling. Emmeline Kelly drew our character art, and our website was built by Labor of Love Graphics. Our role-playing system is 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, provided, published by Wizards of the Coast, who we hope will keep the focus of the game on community over profit. Alaris Dream was played by Zach Weaver. Yossi Lemus played Grimton Steadyhand. Agnar Elfbreaker was played by Sarah Zimmerman, and Urshan Bethethnosh was played by Stephen Sibbles. I am the Dungeon Master, Joe Love. Thank you, friends. Is it two coal per one iron, or one iron per two, 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 two coal iron per, per one coal. iron? Two coal per yeah. one iron, yeah. Yep, There's, they already have the iron, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the iron's easier to mine. You don't have that BS high level. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Sue us, Jagex. Do we want um, that? Is that a thing we actually want? Uh, if they Jack shoot us and they... Money. Listen, it's fair. I, I don't know. Listen. They're, 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 I feel like they probably have suing money. What do you know it, that we don't? If, <laughs> <laughs> if, Jagus, if Jagex sued us, I would be very extremely tempted to offer the show as recompense instead of paying money for it. And then they would own all the rights to advantage. They would make it into a quest line they in the game. They could make it into a quest line in the game. Oh, that'd be Our, okay, delightful. you got me there, yeah. So buy us. But well, you they could you could just you could you could buy it. You could just straight up give us money for it. That's fine. But you know, I'm more interested in the story of Advantage becoming a quest line in the hit video game, the MMORPG RuneScape, more than I am in the re- reception of money for the purchase of that story. Though, uh, if both happen, my, por que no los dos? excellent. Have them both. Didn't realize those are RuneScape references. This whole time, I thought we were talking about Minecraft. <laughs> Microsoft never Minecraft. That's Moonjang. Well, yeah. Yeah, besides, it's one coal, one ingot to 
or one coal, one iron to make an ingot. It's it's it's. No, the it in Minecraft. That's what I'm saying. The coal will the coal will sustain longer. That's true. Than, it's one coal. You can probably get. I don't know how many iron you. Can and it doesn't make coal. steel. It just makes iron. Right. That, yeah. So slight aside. Um, oh, this is where the this, this is where the aside <laughs> starts. Everything else was part of the yeah. show. Yeah, this was the aside. Yeah. Um, have y'all heard about the One Ring? Yes, I'm angry. To rule them all. Hey. Yeah. So Magic is doing a Lord of the Rings crossover set. Oh yeah, what? Wow. That's coming out in summer, and as a special promotion in this particular pack, there's a card called the One Ring, and it's very easy to get. But they're making a special version of it, and they're only making one. <laughs> oh, damn. Period. No, what a it's, flex. Yeah, it's um, in the Elvish script, isn't it? It is in the Elvish script. Actually, I think it's in Dark Speech is what I was told at work, because I was like, oh, it's in Elvish, and I was immediately told, no. No. <laughs> so, um, I, I work love with those a bunch kind of nerds. Of nerds. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm like, they look the same. They're like, but that one's dark speech, and this is elvish. And um, but regardless, there's already a public offer from someone that is saying, I will give you a hundred thousand dollars for the one ring if you find it. It's a bounty. Yeah. A bounty. Bring me the finger of the one ring. <laughs> I think it's actually worth significantly more than that because that guy's kind of being shady about it. Um, he's like, I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I guess I'll be picking up a couple of those. Speaking of having bounties on your head. You know that uh, in the Emperor's New Groove, Kronk is With Kronk's sneaking doing the his poison. Own music. <laughs> That's what uh -huh. I feel like is happening. Oh, yeah, that is exactly what's happening. <laughs> when, when he's sneaking Cusco in the bag. Cusco, to throw him Cusco's off the... poison. Mm-hmm. The poison for Cusco. Sue us, the Incan Empire. <laughs> you believe it's DreamWorks? No, 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 it's the Incan Empire. The entire Incan Empire. Sorry, I was talking too long and my I ran out of breath. Can't breathe if you don't think. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's also true. Because, like... Yep, to be fair. <laughs> like, 